you know, the globe is a patchwork of scuzz buckets. That doesn't matter now. Too late. The <laughs> joke <right>. is dead. <laughs> it's in the ground. Um, was it Lydia? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you both. Hello, and welcome to Ramjack and the Map of Lost Delusions, part one of two. Hello, everyone. I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack studio is my co-host, Brad. Hey. And a special guest all the way from the Windy City. Hey, Jonathan. Brad's tiny voice. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, buddy. to you. As if it's coming through the floorboards of a you. haunted house. Hey. I, I like, I like you. You know, no, not <laughs> enough. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> don't say hi. I'm not. Jonathan, talk to me. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Hey, listeners. Let listeners. me. Let me just. Listeners, stop. Let me just take off these fake video glasses that I've been wearing. Just to reiterate, Jonathan's coming at you from the Windy City. Mm-hmm. I'm coming at you from the Queen City. And Brad, what's the nickname for Orlando? Do you know? That's a good question. I should could, know that by now. Could, could it be? Should it be the Magic Kingdom? Because that's where Mickey Mouse mm. lives with Cinderella. Possible. Cincinnati is really known as the Queen City. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. But oh, there's yeah. like a lot of Queen Cities. It's kind of bullshit. No, it's not. There's like a ton of Queen Cities. What a, Name one. <laughs> he called you. Without looking on the internet. You. Off the top of your head. Off the top of your head, Brad. He, name one. He called I, I don't live life. there anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the city beautiful. <laughs> Cincinnati. Is, is that really? Yeah. Orlando, Orlando? Is the, Orlando is the city beautiful. Also the theme park capital of the world. Orlando is the city beautiful. That's what it is. We got a windy city. We got a queen city. And you've got a <laughs> one city <of> beautiful. <laughs> and we've got a city beautiful coming at you. Because this is Ramjack National. Right. We're coming at a- you from I- all over. I think Orlando could also be the city that has too many fucking lizards for its own good. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Florida's like that. Key West had crazy lizards. Ramjack. We your- We're not coast to coast, but eh, it's, it's enough. We're from top to bottom-ish. Mm, top to bottom, thank you very much. Meow, boys, <laughs> cling, cling, cling. Dinner's ready, dinner's me. I'm on the menu. Um, Brad, that silence please. was homophobic. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Deafening homophobic <laughs> silence. Yeah, that's right, boys. Just bathe in your heteronormativity. Dude. Um, Brad, I don't want to terrify you, mm. but have you found any lizards in your bed yet? No. Okay. I won't tell a story then until later. Um, But guys, we have an amazing show for you. We're getting back to basics by watching an episode of Mr. Belvedere. Yes, we are. It's so good. It's going to be awesome. And of course, we have Jonathan getting at us with some more Laura Wimsett (laughs) articles. Don't worry. She's here. I... uh... Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to unpack a couple of things about that that mo- monster. <laughs> awesome. But before that, we have tons of news to get into, guys. Ramjack has returned to form after its scary holiday season. But you know, in in November, the the month of thanks, also diabetes awareness. Um, we're having a friend on the show, and again, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Miss Manners podcast. Tune in next week where we go through forks. Which one do you pick up and when? This might sound odd, but I really think... I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) For some reason, 
Anytime I start thinking about Jonathan, my mind goes back to that one episode that you were on where you talked about that one movie that was about the universe where at the beginning of it, it kind of starts from the beginning and it goes through dinosaurs and it comes back. You are it's a very pretentious film. Uh, no, you are speaking of The Tree of Life, which I did not yes. find to be pretentious. Oh, okay. But I remember <laughs> that one point where you talked about that one woman like giving her son to God or something. Uh, what now? She wills, she says, I will my son to you or something. And the way you say, I, I don't know why I think about that, but it just seems so weird. It doesn't matter. Go back and plumb those archives, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is some, some sort of moment in the movie like that. <laughs> I remember you and Brad being very skeptical uh, in general about that movie. Yeah, yeah. Still, still haven't bothered to catch up on that one. I've got it on yeah, Blu-ray. Nor, nor have I. Jonathan's review was more than enough. <laughs> I think <laughs> I've had my medicine for today. Thank you, doctor. Hey, guys! Quick, quick, a weather check. Is every, is everybody okay with their oh, weather? Fuck, What's happening? I forgot to do the weather check. Um, currently I got a 67 degrees with a, a winds out of the northeast at 10 miles per hour and a 20 percent chance of precipitation. I love that Brad moved to a <laughs> moved to an area of the country that might as well be LA because it's going to be sun drenched for the most part. Yeah, I'm oh, in yeah. a nightmare zone. <laughs> and northeast is a weird wind pattern for any place, especially well, Florida. So that's hey, that's what I got. That's, that's the what city beautiful. What's happening in the Queen City? What's happening over there? Um, I want to say the temperature is around 40 and falling. It should go in the upper 30s tonight. It's, um, it's at 40. It's a overcast. It's all right. It is precipitously it's falling. It's 40, and it's falling fast. <laughs> wow. Jonathan, tell us about the Windy City and what's happening uh, up there. I mean, we're basically in the same area, roughly, so I mean, it's it's around that, yeah, I would say. It's got a, so it's it's, got a snap to it. Let's just say that the weather has a snap. Ooh, it's snappy outside. Yow. Careful. Okay, we've got that. Now let's let's dig into this news, Alex. Guys, I got some, I got some awesome news. <laughs> Most of um, it brought to us by Jezebel. Jezebel, ladies, am I right? <laughs> well, this isn't a story that I got from Jezebel, but it's a story that will be impacting everyone, especially in Central America. So our Latino listeners, listen up. <laughs> Mexican Coke's going to start using corn syrup to uh, sweeten its drinks. That's it? As opposed to its natural cane sugar that it's been using. Is this... Assholes everywhere are freaking out. I know. Is this a shock to the system for people? Is this yes. actually having a reaction? Jonathan, most people prize Mexican Coke. First off, because it doesn't use horrible, toxic, um, high-fructose corn syrup to flavor its drinks. It uses natural, mined from the earth, cane sugar. Okay. Which is completely natural, unlike corn syrup, which is an evil abomination made by monsters. Do we, t- do we use cane or corn syrup in America? Obviously, we use corn syrup. Uh, okay, John. fair enough. Hey, because don't, we're corporate fat cats. Don't insult me we, with your we hate the people. Oh no, I, I didn't mean to insult you, friend. I just there's so much corn in the states. I mean, we make it into fuel. But um, so yeah, here's the sitch. Executives at Coca-Cola in Latin America decided to make the switch because the Mexican government approved a tax of one peso on every liter of soda sold. Now, the tax is supposed to help curb obesity in the country. <laughs> where uh, more than 70% of the people are overweight. Oh. So for Coke to still make a profit, they can't use cane sugar because it's more expensive. They've decided to switch it with the high fructose corn syrup, and people are going fucking nuts. So really, it's all just going to come out in the wash. I don't really think this health initiative tax is going to have an effect if corn syrup is going to be going down the gullets of every Mexican citizen. Oh, yeah, and here's the here's the twist part in this. <laughs> here's the twist. A lot of the... A lot of the uh, Hispanic drinkers are like, all right, whatever, you know, 
we understand. It's the yeah. American of course. drinkers that are pissed off. Because because people in America are the idiots that think that corn syrup is somehow any different than sugar. Wait, what are the stakes for American citizens? That doesn't make any sense. Be, well, because like people Jonathan. buy uh, Mexican Cokes because it has real sugar in it. It doesn't uh, have that terrible corn syrup because people are idiots and don't know anything about how food works. Wow, you two really so have how- a finger on the pulse of the soda industrial complex. <laughs> We really it's, do. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. People will like pay extra to get Mexican Coke because it has real sugar in it. And it does taste a little different, like barely. I cashed in my vacation days so I could come down to Mexico and have some cane-based cola. <laughs> what is this syrupy bullshit? All right, now here is where, um, I guess protests. It's nice to know that people can still make a difference. Because after a bunch of people bitched at Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola sent out this press release, which kind of pisses me off, but whatever. Um, It turns out that Coca-Cola is only going to change the recipe in Mexico. But you can still buy original Mexican Coke in the United States made with with cane sugar. Um, So shipped. They would ship it from Mexico, or they would produce it in america and like label it as mexican, it mexican coke. coke i think i think it may be the latter because that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever uh-huh. oh guys it's cool we're only doing that in mexico because of the the tax you'll still be able to buy quote unquote mexican style coke at your local store oh you'll still be able to buy coke fiesta but <laughs> on, on the other shelf we'll have you know the other variations oh yeah, I don't understand. Stupid. Coca-Cola is so obsessed with spin-offs and variations and remixes, as is every fucking major soda brand. Why can't mm. they just fully produce two versions of the same product? They they Dude, did for know. a taste. They made like a novelty that was like had like real sugar in it, but it didn't catch on because the crazy people that are like afraid of chemicals being in their soda thought that it was just like, oh, well, yeah, they're using real sugar, but there's probably chemicals in it, too. It's not the same. If you buy it in Mexico, it's made the natural way that Coke's made. Did that have a fancy name? Did they kind of give that its own I, brand? Yeah, I forget what it was called, but... That's very strange. So, basically, Coke is fucked either way. Like, some dumb, dumb group is going to protest no matter what they do. Yeah, yeah. We all love Coke, but we all love Coke for different reasons. <laughs> Don't change up my shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I didn't it's realize weird. that 70% of Mexican citizens are overweight. I would have never guessed as much. That is, yeah, that's yeah, kind of huge issues there. I blame Mike Miller. They completely. have huge issues. <laughs> Wait, why do you blame Mike Miller? Brad's so quick to throw Mike under the bus. Listen, what's, what's that skinny bastard doing up in Mexico? He's probably just pushing his American corn syrup values. Wearing like a Che Guevara hat. <laughs> I would give anything to see a news article where they're, like, shaking hands at the uh, law being passed, and Mike Miller's right there in the middle just smiling. <laughs> Mike Miller, don't you realize that people only wanted to be only wanted you to be immortal? That's not much to ask for, is it? <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our hearts and thoughts are with the people of Mexico during this trying time, you know, and all the assholes in the United States who think it matters what sugar is in their soft drinks. Now that my, Whatever. Now that my mind is on it... Uh, there's a, an ad that I think should just be... I'll, I'll post it to the Facebook group, but for now, uh, there's an old Avita ad back when that show had won its Tonys and I think was going on tour for the first time. Or maybe it was an ad just for the Broadway production. And it opens with a, a voiceover guy going, That's right, Avita. Stab your feet and clap your hands. You have a lot to celebrate. <laughs> it's oh. the best. 
I think Amazing. something like eight Tony Awards, including Best Musical. It's the gayest. Nice. You have a lot to celebrate. She did. Awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. Love I didn't it. mean to bring this searing social soda commentary to a, to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> just absorbing it, Jonathan. Is there is there more to the? I can't I can't believe that what what gets me about this is that people are just protesting about it in general because clearly that's the only thing people really care about. <laughs> Right. They're yeah. not going to take to the streets yeah. for anything else. Drone strikes, spy surveillance. No. no, they care about their fucking Coca-Cola. Here's an idea. Just don't drink soda. <laughs> because right. That's another thing. It's not like we're talking It's not like we're talking about, you know, the fruit and vegetable industry in in this country or any other. Like, come on already. Like, it's cola. If you're that unhappy with it, just walk away. No one knows how to walk away from anything if they're upset. <laughs> just don't support it. But... But Jonathan, you don't get it. It's terrible chemicals. They're putting it in our food, and they don't even tell us what it is. It could, it's made by companies, and they're they're bad, and it it's, gives you diseases. Hey, it's not natural. Can you tell me what this orange has been soaking in? Uh, I'm 16. Tell me what my orange has been sprayed with. <laughs> I don't know. Either buy Monsanto, it or Monsanto, don't. Monsanto, 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 Monsanto. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> and while I'm doing it, I'm going to have myself a Mexican Coke, because what the hell is this shit? These bananas. This isn't all natural. I wish like I want to go back to the time when Coca-Cola was all natural. Jesus Christ. They're going to they're going to make natural coke. You know they're going to do that. <laughs> These bananas oh, smell like ammonia. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh no. More of that in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. But before we before we get to that, uh here's a story that's kind of close to one of the Ramjack homes. In Kentucky, Ooh. a high school runner decided to, that she was going to not run in regionals. Okay. Now, before we get into why, did you watch the new, like the actual video news report of this? Oh goodness, I wish I had, but no, I did not. It's embedded in the original Jezbel article that you sent Brad and I, and I would suggest watching it because they ran this story under the heading of "Big Story." It was it was labeled as the big story of the evening. That's as breaking news. Screen cap. Breaking news: Runner decides not to run for reasons. The, the station. That reported this was called Lex 18, so I'm assuming it's near Lexington uh, in a place called uh, Waitley County, or Whiteley County, maybe? And you're right, it says, big story. I bet it's, I don't, I'm not familiar, but uh, <laughs> I'm acting like I'm some sort of <laughs> dialectician uh, expert. You know, I haven't been in the area for quite some time, but I would think it's Whitley, <laughs> as if I know That makes anything. sense. Whitley County. <laughs> Breaking news. Yes, it, yeah, it's like... <laughs> I'm loving it, apparently. I was trying to do a news, like, jingle, but apparently it's also brought to you by McDonald's. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about why this teenage girl... Do we have her name? What's her... I, I... Oh, yeah. Okay. Her name is Cody Thacker. Cody Thacker. Unisex, but my name might be unisex, but I have beliefs. <laughs> so, Alex, why didn't she run in this? Oh, it was man. a regional... What was this race? Yeah, well, it was a regional running competition for high school, and everyone who was in high school who was a runner was going to be there. Um, and... <laughs> Mom, Dad, everyone who runs in high school is going to be there. All the runners. All of them. All of the All coolest, of them. hottest I... runners. We're Are all you telling me Ver- Ver- Veronica Lake's going to be there? The Veronica Lake? Fastest runner in the entire tri Will Veronica area? Lake's parents be there? Well, if her parents are not there, you are not running. <laughs> but oh, I want to change to beat her. I want to best Veronica. Running alongside boys? I do not think so. Mm-mm. You ain't never going to beat Veronica Lake. <laughs> you ain't going to run shit because I ain't shit. I babysat Veronica Lake. I have met Veronica Lake and you, Cody, <laughs> are no Veronica Lake. 
<laughs> I've seen the legs on that girl. You ain't no Veronica Lake. I've seen the legs on Lake. <laughs> you cannot see that legs. Lake. Them Lake legs are there's something else. There's something unholy. <laughs> I'm pulling you out of this race. Mama, no. No, let's let's hear the real reason Cody didn't want to run in the race. Brad's not too far off. Um, so obviously, yeah, again, everyone in the region was going to be there. So many runners, that the numbers, yeah, the <laughs> numbers of that they would assign to people got pretty high, and our girl Cody Thacker was given the number six hundred and sixty-six. Now, in the video story, they they very dramatically like they have it in the envelope and they pull it out of the envelope for the camera. As if it's happening for the first time. It's so boom, stupid. Boom, boom. A reenactment? That's even better than just straight <laughs> not, up talking not about like it. Not like a straight up reenactment, but it's clear like, oh, you want to, let's get a shot of you taking it out of the envelope. Like close up, <gasps> your hand reaching in and pulling it out. Uh. Cross country coach Gina Crowley knows her students. So when she pulled the number assigned to Thacker, she knew there might be a problem. I saw it and I was like, whoa, whoa she said. <laughs> I didn't think she will wear that number. 666 is, according to the Bible, the mark of the beast. Thacker couldn't bring herself to run while wearing 666 because of her faith. So she and her coach tried to get a different number. They asked three different officials, who I'm going to assume just rolled their eyes, and were like, what the fuck, bitch, run with, it doesn't matter. And they were told no three different times. Now see, now now the clear response, the clear ramjack response for this story, I think we can get this out of the way real quick, is this is dumb. (laughs) This is silly. The the official ramjack uh, stance on this is this girl is dumb. And Mm -hmm. now- Poor girl. What now? Poor girl. Did I say guy? No, no, I'm, I'm just, yes, I, I'm, I'm adding to it. Yeah, poor girl, she's kind of a dumb dumb. Okay, yeah, so my first thought is, because you just brought this up, the, they asked three separate, they claim that they asked three separate times. We don't know if that's actually true. Uh, and w- my question is, why wouldn't they just give her a new number? What You true. can't just generate the most random number in the world. What does it matter what well, number a person has in the race? Like, why would you stick true. to that? Well, um... It all depends, and the article doesn't say this, or obviously the news report doesn't, when they asked. Because obviously runners, I, I assume, especially on a high school level for regionals, with everyone there, I mean, they have over 666 students running, um, that you're not given your numbers beforehand. I think it's something that maybe they give you on race day when you show up. So at that point, it may be a little bit late to change numbers because things might be registered. Well, I mean, there's nothing that says you probably couldn't trade with one of your teammates, and in that case... It's too stupid. No, I would. if I was the official, I would say, no, you're not changing numbers. I don't give a fuck. That's stupid. You can't change your numbers just because you believe stupid things. Can't happen. Well, I have a, feeling, I have a feeling she received it in the mail, because they show, they show her pulling it out of an envelope. And, I mean, they could have given her an envelope. I mean, you're right, Alex. It very well could have been the day of the race, and they were like, no, we can't, like, deal with this right now. Like, either figure it out on your own or get out of our face, because we've got, like, nine, apparently 900 fucking high schoolers running in this super psychotic, epic Listen, race. everybody, everybody Look, was coming there. through here in a minute, and we're going to have the press here. We need you to just kind of scurry off, all right? So, no, you can't change your number. Um, The best part of the... Okay, well... Uh, remind me to tell you what the best part of the news reporter's dialogue is during that video report. But uh, my other uh, observation about this girl is, again, clearly, she's a big dumb, 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 dumb. I have a feeling that that's one of those things that if she has any sense in her head, 
in less than five years, she'll look back and go, oh my God, I cannot believe that not only did I not run in that race, not only did I refuse because of this reason, but I allowed myself to be in front of a fucking camera because of this. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassment. A also, quote from also originally the number wasn't six 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 in the Bible. Oh, of course so, not. Um, People forget about that all the time. Yeah. And plus, even if it's six six six, turn it upside down, it becomes nine nine nine. I mean, symbols and numbers, it doesn't fucking but matter. It's a lanyard. Yeah. It's a lanyard with perforated holes. I I have to make my own perforation. <laughs> Her exact quote, at least in the uh, news um, broadcast, was, "I didn't want to risk my relationship with God." And try to take that number. So if your god is such a fucking dick that he's like, wait, you're wearing that other dude number? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck that god. Well, I know what you're wearing. Whose jacket are you wearing? I know that she was speaking like just, you know, like in the moment. And the, yeah, of the grammar of it is still funny to me, though, because uh, yeah. she says, I didn't want to risk my relationship with God by trying to take that number. Like, so it kind of implies like, oh, I can't even like, no, 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 get that out of my face. Like. I can't even, I, I have a bad feeling like if I even touch that, even though she clearly dies in the video report. So this theory of mine holds no water. <laughs> but like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like I can't even consider taking it. That, oh, it's so dumb. Um, the, oh, uh, so I'll just say the best part of the news report is uh, at the very tail end of it, the reporter voiceover guy says, uh, she'll keep running, but she won't be running from her beliefs. No. <laughs> it's, that's not super precise. It's, it, it, I'm sure it's a little bit different than that, but that's pretty close. She'll keep oh. running, but not away from her. It's so badly. It, uh, oh, she's so spoken. brave. She's so brave to, well, the coach to do her. something incredibly stupid. The coach gives her so much credit. And I'm like, look, if, if I was a fucking coach, I don't know what alternate reality sitcom this is where I'm a fucking coach of a high school regional running team or whatever the fuck. Please, let's make it happen. Guys, Ramjack Knights 2014. Look forward to it. Every time they said regionals, I just thought of Glee. And it was like, regionals, oh, we're going to regionals. <laughs> Come on, Cody, you can't abandon it. Like, first of all, you abandon your team. Like, if you really wanted to run, which my, here's my other theory, she just didn't want to run. That, that, see, I, I also think that maybe she's not that skilled of a runner and thought mm. she might be a girl looking for attention, if you know what I mean. Mm. And maybe mm. this was her way of like being like, oh, it's race day. I'm not going to win. Well, I'll find my own prize. Or she just didn't give a fuck about fucking racing. And then when her mom was like, True. hey, uh, the big race, right? And she was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. Mama, uh, look at the number they gave me. And the mom was probably like, well, let's try and get you another number. Uh, mama, they said I can't get one. You talk to them? Yeah. <laughs> We'll call them again. All right. You can't, I can't believe it. A second call and they, they told me to go fuck myself. Do you not want to run in this race? Mama, I do. I, I really do. Mama, nothing would please me more to go down to that race and race against that girl, Lake. But I just don't, I just, I, let me give them one more call. I just can't. I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Rule of three in comedy. I'm going to call them a third time. <laughs> And then she, on the other end, there's like some fag who picks up the phone and he's like, yes. Oh, it's you, Cody. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you scrawny little bitch. <laughs> Mama, some fag. <laughs> uh, Things get weird around Lexington, guys. They do. In Wheatley right. County. Brad, what's people what? are running around. The devil's trying to brand small children. In the devil, the devil's looking for a runner. All right, the devil's got Ooh. a lot of shit to do, and he needs to, to get there fast. Do you think that's what it was? The devil took it to her and was like, "Hey, listen, Cody, you're the best runner in uh, uh, Eastern Kentucky." But what about what about Veronica Lake? Veronica Lake doesn't have what you have, and that spirit. 
uh-huh. and that's gumption. Veronica Lake is getting oh, yeah. her V pounded every single night in defiance <laughs> of my will. So what? here's what's up. I'm going to give you, look, just wear my number. It's cool. It's whatever. No one's going to say anything. Okay. I'm going to sponsor you in that race, and we're going to take this to state, and we're going to take it to nationals, and then after that, who knows? Maybe the Olympics. Oh, gosh. Oh, the- so I much need power. You to, Look, so just power. sign this paper. It's no big deal. Just sign it. It's cool. Why is it in the um, black book? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. This is just a normal book. I mean, it just happens to have a black cover. I can't sign my name in the devil's black book. <laughs> this, I mean, come on, come on. I completely now, now. forgot that Cody, a part of pop culture Cody. in terms of the Bible is that is that the devil has a little black book. <laughs> pop culture. I love Cody. It. pop culture. Well, like, yeah. you know, you know that mean, cool part of pop culture where the devil has a black culture. book? No, no, no. Like, you know, I, what I mean to say is, like, religion filtered through, like, weird generalizations that, like, or, yeah. only sort of exist in pop culture. Right. You know that devil, he'll challenge you to a fiddle contest, and then he'll make you wear his 666. <laughs> you better check your child's scalp. <laughs> That's not, oh brother! You, the devil will drink you, make you drink American Coke, <laughs> and then the Veggie Tales will scorn you. <laughs> Man, I loved Veggie Tales. I don't know why. Are you serious, I, Jonathan? I did. A little too old for it, and I was in Sunday school. A little I was like, too old. <laughs> I like how Alex is absolutely and rightfully so calling me on my shit. <laughs> Alex's response was a little old. <laughs> Jonathan, you are forty years old. <laughs> you listen to me, Jonathan. I did. <laughs> no, you're right. I I was in attendance. I went to fucking Sunday school from like first grade through senior year of high school, and those kids they watched a shit ton of Veggie Tales. Because at a certain point, when you're in high school, you have to like sort of help babysit the other classes. Like you, you, oh, yeah. you, you stop being taught anything, which they stop being able to teach us anything. Like in the fifth grade, because there's only so much of the Bible to go around. <laughs> and they just Quite watched true. a lot of Veggie Tales. And I remember thinking, oh, this kind of has like a sharp sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Or something. Well, I mean, I, I mean, granted, I, you're at church and you're str- you're full, struggling to find anything church. that's actually. Full disclosure, I, I did buy a Veggie Tales tape, but just because there was a girl that was mad into Veggie Tales at also a way too late stage. Wait, you bought and it? I watched Ooh. it. Okay, so, uh, why did you buy it? Just to like, I wanted to see what the fuck it was. Okay, so which one did you watch? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it was it was like a compilation, like it was uh-huh. like a best of something. Oh well, then that's probably a good one to get. You got a nice. <laughs> I was really hoping Jonathan I would say, well, not. which one? Was it which one of the best compilations? Well, was it Madam Blueberry? <laughs> I don't. Madam Blueberry, which is about a 1% socialite blueberry who's very rich. And then she loses everything and she has to learn the lesson of humility. Wow. <laughs> humility so in the face of like God. Job? There is a Job adaptation, but it's not Madam Blueberry. Madam Blueberry was one of the first ones where they realized they had completely run out of Bible stories and they had to mm-hmm. start generating their own original stuff. Are Bible stories that they could tell to small children? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, they did Meshach. What is it? What are their names? Meshach, Bishak, and Abednego? Yeah, they did an adaptation of that where... It's not Bishak. I made that one up, but it's something like that. <laughs> like it's like Rad- some, is it Radshak? Alex's classic mispronunciation. His twisty tongues. <laughs> his mispronunciations. See, Jonathan, I do love when you call me on my mispronunciations, because I mispronounce stuff all the fucking time. You say... And some of, sometimes I do it on purpose, but sometimes I don't do it on purpose, and I'm scared. You say Je suis la zumfi in every episode now, and every time you say it wrong, and I'm listening at work, I go, ah, uh, uh, nope, 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 nope. I, nope, I say nope, it wrong now on purpose just so you'll do that Jonathan 
but yeah, the, I don't know if you do. I don't know if I believe. That. I don't know if I believe it either. <laughs> I don't know if I can. You're trying to give yourself I... credit. Only other people can give you that credit. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like a special hippie school where you can give yourself an A plus. <laughs> no, you guys. I was being wry, is what I was being. Um. But in the Abendigo, whatever their names are, adaptation, they get put into an oven that makes chocolate Easter bunnies. I think that was Whoa. on my tape. Uh, that that sounds about right. Do you remember any other segments? <sighs> not really. Well, it clearly it, was, it did not stick. The lessons did not. It stick. did not stick. It did not stick. At the I end, did not enjoy. It. At the end of the Veggie Tales, say their uh, their classic phrase: "Remember, God loves you." I don't know what the rest of it is, Ugh. but they remind you that God loves you at the end. Okay. That that silence okay. was uh, uh, Christian phobic. <laughs> You should be ashamed of <laughs> Good for us. Good for us. There's Good a lot of us. there's a lot of weird I mean, okay, 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 okay. Brad, right. I'm gonna give you the last word on this uh runner runner story. What's the last word? Um Veronica Lake all the way. <laughs> Veronica Lake, twenty sixteen. Veronica Lake And Veronica Lake is now going to represent Kentucky in the national Kentucky. <laughs> we have one representative from all six hundred and sixty six states <laughs> running in the annual race of teens. <laughs> Mama, I can't. If you don't go, if you don't wear that number, they'll kill you. <laughs> I'll do it. Veronica Lake. <laughs> She's not even a runner. <laughs> uh, Alex, what else do we got on the uh, the old news docket here? Um, Some more scary stuff. So a Dutch organization has identified over a thousand child sex predators by luring them with a computer animated prepubescent Filipino girl mm. on the internet. Dude. Sorry, can we back up and can you say that sentence again? I'm sorry. I would, yeah, you said it kind of sure. crazy. <laughs> I, I, I kind of don't want to edit that one. You, the way you were, I couldn't tell if you were doing it for dramatic effect. No, I, I was laughing while I was doing it because I was remembering the stuff we just talked about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was... Guys, I was, having a, I was having a flashback to that, that sweet memory we made 20 seconds ago. Alex Green, instantly nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember we had a good time uh, before Brad got cancer and died. What? What? No. <laughs> In other news, a Dutch organization. Yeah, let's. We won't. We won't cut this out. We'll give. We'll give you another. A Dutch organization has identified over one thousand child sex predators by luring them online with a computer animated, prepubescent Philippine girl. Mm-hmm. You get straight up digital Chris Hansen's. Now, when you say. <laughs> I really just want to do an impression of Alex doing that sentence. Please do. <laughs> one, two, three words. One, two, three more words. One, two, three more words. One, two, three more words. And reading a sentence <laughs> that goes on like this. I, I, I feel like you're. What will happen like... next? <laughs> Let's find out. I feel like you're doing a news reporter voice, but like a crazy news reporter voice. <laughs> this is Keith Morris. Uh, Philippine, no girl. Something terrible's happening. Uh, something's happening in a in a city. The <laughs> Dutch are on their trail. And next thing you know, a lot of kitty predators are going to jail. <laughs> Coming up. I'm Keith Morrison. Dateline. So this this is a this is a genuinely animated. Like you can see this person when you're talking to them. This is an animation. Um, we no. got a digital decoy. Oh, because yeah, it's a digital decoy. They they made an image that looks very photorealistic. 
Okay. So, but it's computer generated, so it doesn't look like an actual person. Uh, okay. So I mean, it looks like a real person, but it's not a person that's real. It's a still it's completely image. made up. It's still image. Yeah. It's not animated in the sense of, oh, this is like a, I'm talking to a person and they're moving as if I'm on Skype with them. Not yet, but apparently yet. they are working on that tech. More of that in a second. Oh boy. If you had to name, Uh-oh. let's just say that we were Ramjack was helping them make this uh, composite computer animated girl. What would we name her? I think. What it's... was your daughter's name again? What would you? What What would be a name you would just assign to well, this computer avatar? I don't even understand why you're asking this in the form of a question. I think it's pretty obvious it would be Mimi Sufri. <laughs> <laughs> I think her name would be Mimi Sufri, and I think we could all just move on from there. So, next part of the story, please. <laughs> um, they named her Sweetie. Like, which is gross. Well, they gave her, like, a username, right? Oh, yeah. No, but the researchers referred to her as Sweetie. All right. Well. Yeah, ugh. that's... Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where things first were like, well, wait a minute. That's kind of weird. But that's what the creepos saw, like, when they were chatting, right? Like, the username was No, Sweetie. no, no. That was not her name on the... That, that's what the people who made oh. her named oh. her. The the nerdo computer programmers are calling her Sweetie. Uh, We've made computer animated prepubescent Philippine girl, and we call her Sweetie. Lovingly refer to her as sweetie. Hey, dudes, chill. We have to. Hey, you want to check for some predators? Why don't you yeah. check inside the building? They caught ten of those predators of the thousand at the building where they Seriously. made the composite photo. We have to protect our little uh, sweet pea. Uh, David, can we just uh, can we go around to check the room um, of the people building this thing? Can we just do a boner check really quick? <laughs> okay, everyone, if they could just stand up real quick. Everyone who just said the name sweetie, like. Sweetie. Okay, everyone just stand up. I don't like Alex's guttural, okay. almost, like, it sounds like <laughs> bubbles are cutting, coming out of his mouth. Like, Alex, your sexual noises are... <laughs> like, <laughs> never again. Um, those are not my sexual noises, but those, I... I don't, I know, they're your theatrical, <laughs> showtime, sexy sounds. <laughs> exactly. You know, when you're with a lady... They're and, the ones I've affected for the stage. When you're with a lady and you're not really getting that much out of it, but you want her to think you're getting something out of it, so you're like, uh, uh... uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I default to my bro voice. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or my bad boy voice. Um, So they, they took, they, um, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to say this really. Um, For 10 weeks, they had Sweetie uh, just go on online chat rooms. And she was approached by 20,000 online predators. Whoa. Oh boy. From 71 countries. Yikes. Let's break that down. That means there's 285 attempts per day to get at Sweetie. Do we have, like, the numbers? Like, do we know which country is, like, the most predator-filled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. G- give, okay, give us, like, the top four, and let's let's see if we can figure out who's, which one. Um, also, to remind people, they did not entrap people in the fact they were not, like, Sweetie wasn't getting at them. They'd be like, well, who is this hot Filipino girl? And she'd be like, hey, guys, what's up? It, oh, they, they waited for everyone to approach her, and then... I guess the algorithm did its thing. All right, let's make this a game. Give us give us four cities, and then me and Jonathan will try to figure out which one has the most press. Cities or countries? Yeah, yeah, countries. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you five countries. All right. Britannia, Britain, Canada, Australia, Germany, and America. So our challenge is to correctly rank them in terms of how many freaky pederasts we're trying to get at our sweet pea. Yep. Now, when I say sweet pea, I, th- I think of Popeye's baby. So I think of her as looking like Popeye's baby. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, sweet pea. <laughs> no, I, I think Canada's got a lot. I love Canada, but it's got a lot of weird wilderness, a lot of lonely people. But yeah. it's also got a small population. I think America is definitely number one because we're the worst. Uh, Well, okay. So it was Britannia, Canada, America, Australia, and what? What was the fifth? 
Germany? Germany. Did you mention that one already? Yes. Uh, now, Germany. okay, I just wanted to write them all down. My thought uh, in response to that, Brad, is Australia is a prison colony, so that is filled exactly. with degenerates. Germany is filled with <laughs> sure. Nazis. No, thank you. Uh, Ameri- the Germans are a fucked up people. I agree with that, definitely. Britannia, I mean, they're all fucked up colonists, so they're just used to taking whatever they want, so of course they would try to take my sweet mm-hmm. pea. And Canada, I think, <laughs> is number five because they are nice. For the most part. Now, I, I will say that I think, um, I, I, though I think America is number one um, in all things, obviously. Um, I will say we, <laughs> in long, everything, America's number one. Anything right. that's awful. Anything that's awful, we're oh. definitely number one. In everything, we're number one. Come on. America, USA, USA, USA. But, USA, the place you can buy Mexican Coke that Mexicans <laughs> can't drink anymore. We want Fiesta Coke. We want Fiesta Coke. <laughs> but I will say, we had Chris Hansen on our shores. So, I mean, he did a lot of... He's already cleaned up a lot of the Preds. Wait. And the fear of Chris Hansen may keep a lot of the Preds from uh, going after a little sweetie. Sweet Pea. I do love Jonathan renaming her Sweet Pea because that's a much better <laughs> name than Sweetie. Well, can- sweetie is gross and weird sure. and not funny, guys. But sweet pea is something I could get behind. Well, keep in mind population because, you know, Germany's huge, so the opportunity for a right. lot more freaky pederasts is, you know, clear. I say USA, Germany, Australia, Canada, the UK. Okay, I, I want to do I want to do Brad's guess, and then I want to do mine. So, Brad, okay. uh, spell that out for us one more time. So this we're going from number one to all number right. five in your mind. Yeah, um, number one, most preds, USA, USA all the way. Okay, so there you go. Number one. Uh, two, two, Germany. Nazis. Uh, three, Australia. Okay. Criminals. Uh, four, surprisingly, moving up to four, Canada. Oh. Um, because there's a lot of wilderness and there's lonely people. <laughs> and I'm saying five. Five is the UK, shockingly. Because I just think they're classier as a people. <laughs> okay, so we've got Brad's votes. All right. Mine... I've already scored Brad, but go ahead, Jonathan. Okay. Let's hear yours. I don't think mine will be too, too different. Um... I, really, I think the, the only difference that I would uh, make, the only change I would make, is to just flip Britannia and Canada, and so have Canada be at the bottom of the list. So it would still rank as, I, I think Brad and I are pretty similar. So one, America, two, Germany, three, Australia, four, Britannia, uh, four, Canada. Uh, I'm sorry, cut that all out. So number one, America, number two, Germany, three, Australia, four, Britannia, five, Canada is my is my educated guess. All right. I would like to remind people at this moment that the only reason they caught a thousand and not twenty thousand, which were the the number that approached um, Little Sweet Pea, is because they were only able to cross reference a thousand of these people and their emails and Skype addresses and get them in contact with the authorities of the sixty five different countries that I guess were in this whole. Oh, thing. oh, oh! Alrighty, I'm I'm rethinking Germany. Then they've got much better privacy policies than America. Really. But Jonathan, go I, I don't know. That may be too late to go go at it. I maybe should have given you more information first. Um, I will say congratulations. You guys both tied each other. You got one of the numbers correct. <laughs> oh, no. Brad, um, I'm going to start at the, I'm gonna start at the bottom. Again, they've caught 1,000 people from 65 different countries. So this is how the numbers go out on the top five. Um, coming in fifth place, there were 44 Germans captured in this. Um, That's because, uh, I mean... <laughs> They do have better privacy policies. They don't have the NSA uh, given all the information. Well, and that can't be an Probably easy process in terms of cross-referencing all of the you know factors that you just described. That can't be an easy process. It isn't. It can't be. Um, but here's something else in the study. The guys gave their information up on their own. Like, it oh, was of really... they did. It's like, hey, Sweet Pea, what's up? It's like, hello, I'm Sweet Pea. Hello. 
Nice. Hey, take your top off. Cool. Hey, get at me. My number's this. My phone num- my uh, address is this. Let's meet up. My it's social security number is this. Not wait. My blood yeah. type is here. What is your social security number? I don't have one. What is your social security number? <laughs> Sweet pea. Sweet pea, I want you to meet me. Come over to Germany, please. My social Sweet security pea, number is like 101. I would like to touch you in inappropriate ways. Un chocolate. This happen. Un chocolate. Okay, <laughs> we're going to do accents. <laughs> we're going to do accents for the rest of them as we're moving up the charts. Yep. Um, <laughs> just edging out Germany by two. Australia with 46 predators caught by Sweet Pea. Ah, you know what you're going <laughs> to... Oh, boy. <laughs> Hello, Sweet Pea. You want to come down? Say little cuddle with some of the... Uh, to be fair, Alex is, is only marginally more accurate than mine. Yeah, I think Alex is still going a little I'm British. I'm trying to do more... I'm trying to get more upspeak. Does this sound better? Yeah, it sounds better. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I have to, like, really think about Australian. Brad, let's hear your Australian pedo. <laughs> I'm trying to try to block out his Australian out now so I can do an Australian. Well, try to block Brad, out mine, can you which sounded like Australian? I was Right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Brad, just do it. Ah, stop it! That was pretty good. This is really hard to do. I just watched BMX Bandits, and I've really been trying to nice. do a better Australian accent throughout life because I just can't BMX do it, Bandits I love the is a nonsense, insane movie. But it's beautiful. I it love is. it because it's crazy. It has a 30-minute bike chase that never ends. <laughs> Goodness, the cemetery scene. Like, why is that even in there? That's a potent quotable. Goodness, the cemetery scene. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, I'm going to give you a phrase uh, that a pedo would say. Just say it as an Australian. Yeah. Um, uh, just say... Uh, do you want me to show you my dingo? <laughs> oh. Can we all do that? Sure. <laughs> yes. All right, Jonathan. Oh, I was going to say Brad goes first. He doesn't want to be Brad affected Brad goes first, by our so he's accents. not affected by anyone's. I'm going to get all Crocodile Dundee here for a second. All right, right. Right, little sweet pea. Now, what I'd like you to do is show me your dingo. Uh, close enough. Yeah, sweet pea, show me your dingo. What is okay? I mean, he got it. Like, we just we, we just needed to get some recording of him yeah. doing it. Yeah. Oh boy. Come on, little sweet pea, show me your dingo. <laughs> Let's see. Now listen, you sweet pea. <laughs> what? Yeah. Me? This kid, this guy is really uh, he's forceful. Now listen here, sweet pea, show me your dingo. <laughs> Roy, here's what's gonna happen. First things first, all dingoes are gonna be shown. <laughs> Second off. I'm gonna give you all my information. We're gonna do a little chatting, and I'm picking you up. And third, that ain't your dingo, sweet pea. <laughs> this is a dingo. That was- and you are caught, sir. <laughs> oh no. Those BMX bandits took Bonics. my dingo. <laughs> I took out my dingo, and then these three. <laughs> there was this milk skinned woman named Nicole Kidman, and she took my dingo. Oh, brother. All right, let's keep going up the list. Um, uh, so now oh, we're in the top three. Uh, at 54 predators caught, oh boy. Canada is in third Canada? place. Canada? I gave you the fucking benefit of the doubt. Jeez. It's a, it's a small place. Look, just because it's you know, just because it's isolated doesn't mean it naturally would amp up the perv juice in your brain. Like, come on. Yeah. But apparently it does. This is, this is a scary... Uh, what we're going to get into in a second, I mean, this is scary stuff, guys. But yeah, 54 Canadians. Jonathan, give us something to say, uh, and we have to do a Canadian accent. Uh, so the Canadian is just going to say, I'm sorry for being a peed. So that's that's the phrase. I'm sorry for being a peed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when Paul and I were writing a song, we would always just go to, down to the pub <laughs> and we'd have a pint. <laughs> and that's how we wrote Sunshine Day. <laughs> and Marsha Brady was all, oh... 
Jesus Christ. So I'm going to try one more time, and if I don't get it, we'll just move on. The phrase is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to try my worst. I'm sorry for being a p. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I'm an actor I'm slash sorry. improviser. Hire me. Moving on. Alex. <laughs> I'm sorry for being a p, eh? We're doing Canadian, right? I know. I cannot. Now Jonathan's influencing First me. Of all, I've been to Canada. They talk already, just like us. Already, here's what we're doing. We're going to call up Sweet Pea. Okay. So I mean, if you want to Sweet Pea. The thing about Canada hey. is that it's just Fargo. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit of that. Uh, we're going hey, we're gonna go up there. We're gonna meet Sweet Pea. Uh, we're gonna take her up to uh, Tim Hortons and uh, grab a coffee, and nice. then we're gonna bone down. And then I'll put in her in the wood chipper. Maple syrup. <laughs> well, what? And then I'll put her in the wood chipper. If you know what I mean. Fargo. Uh, fifty-four Canadians. All right, now this is where things get real because we go from fifty-four to a hundred and ten Britain. Oh, Britain residents caught. A hundred and ten British people. That's like. More than double Canadians. Well, this will be easy for us to do because we've been doing it the entire time. <laughs> we've been doing British for like the last 20 minutes, except for Brad, who's a consummate performer. Uh, <laughs> True. Oh, oh, I, I am sorry, Miss Sweet Pea. I, I didn't realize that I would be caught as a pedophile. Je suis la Sweet Pea. Nonsense. This, first of all, <laughs> this isn't France we're talking about. Oh, my bad, guys. My bad. Second of all, that's not French. <laughs> it's not even French. Yeah, you're doing some sort of Star Wars language. Bingo, <laughs> Like, that's all Star Wars dialects to me. It just sounds like I racist mean, yeah, British, Chinese. We've been doing British the whole time, so there's no need Except for, for Brad, who is a consummate language. performer. Yes, and Brad, I applaud you for that. I've been doing a British accent the whole time, really, so I guess I can do that. Hey, sweet pea, how you doing, love? Love that. Love that tickle me Elmo, do ya? Oh, and Brad? Mm. All right, yeah, I thought uh, maybe I'd call up Sweet Pea a bit. Um, maybe, you know, chop down to the shop, uh, maybe uh, have some inappropriate relations and fuck a child. Yeah. They pop down to the bit. shop? Yeah, pop down to the shop, you know. Go down to the pub, get a, come on. Get some fish, a drink, get you some know. fish and chips. Don't be wanker. And, okay, so, yeah, fuck a child. America, where did we rank in terms of a number? 254. That's crazy. Sweet Pea, first More than double. Is, is irresistible to America. <laughs> can, can I would like to hear uh, the American dialects. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Should most we all do different ones? Can someone do a Boston? Uh, I can't do Boston. That's what, I want to hear it, but I can't. Oh, you know, it's Boston. So uh, you take it down to the Harvard Yard, and you, you, you know, you skimmy down a shivvies, and you uh, you poke a little bit, and it's like, sweepy, get the fuck out of my face. Eh? That was actually nice. pretty good Boston. I actually it's really like terrible. that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jonathan, I tried to give you... I, and I'm soundly But I don't rejected. know Boston. I don't know Boston accents that oh, well. Oh, you like guess. apples? I, to me, I was like, apples? oh, he's right from Boston. All right, uh, Alex? Let's see. I'm going to go West Coast because I just love my surfer voice. No, brother. Hey. That's it? Oh, that, that's all you would need on the West Coast. <laughs> that's all Sweet Pea would need to fall in love. Right. Ha. Sweet Pea. Ha. Hey. Hey. And what, Brad, hey. what do you got? Don't do, don't do, um, like, I'm, Texan. Do, do something like what No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to do, um, my impersonation of somebody not from America doing an American accent. Oh, okay. Sweet. Nondescript American. Right. Nondescript American accent. Have you ever heard, like, British people do American accents? I've heard British actors on, like, musical cast recordings, and that's always hilarious. <laughs> nice. Hey, sweet pea. <laughs> I thought maybe we could go and bang it out. <laughs> 
So they're, they're, yeah, in this instance, it's also a little Bostonian. Right. Like a vague, I always love in British musicals when they try, they try to do American musicals and it's like, well, what about that bat boy? And it's like, all right, enough. <laughs> You're trying to do redneck and it's not working. Uh, I do love that we have so many different dialects throughout the United States. I love that, you know, the globe is a patchwork of scuzz buckets. It really is. I love that. It, yeah. It's a melting pot um, of scum. I, I, I just want to, just in case this point wasn't brought across, and we are totally against this. This is gross and weird and disturbing. I'm glad um, we set the record straight. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, another really quick thing. Uh, one man identified by the screen name Older for Young oh, is boy. a 35-year-old father of two from Atlanta, Georgia. <gasps> he offered Sweet Pea $10 to undress on camera. Let's just stop the let's just stop the ride because i should have said this right up top i cannot believe that people are still participating in chat rooms is chat isn't that weird rooms. like what is that you are going to chat rooms there has been a nationwide television show about pedophiles being caught in the act and you still go to these crazy antiquated social sites to meet children where else are you gonna meet your kids well, why are- where else are you gonna do it but why are kids even on chat rooms? Like, how do you get on a chat room now? I mean, where do you go? We for have it? social networks. Why would you need well, to do you that? First, first, you have to download the Palace software, <laughs> and then you'd have oh. to find a friend who also has that software. Oh, I mean, or new friends. God. Like, are you download ICQ and learn your number? Do you still go to websites where it's like, oh. I want to be in a chat room that's about soccer because I play soccer. <laughs> I'll search for soccer chat Goodness. rooms. Cool soccer chat rooms. I better enter my name. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Hi, I want to talk about soccer. Hey, like, hey Timmy. Hey, how's about it? Hey, Sweet Pea. Got any pictures? Hello, Sweet Pea. How are you? I wonder what Sweet Pea says because it's an automated, like you said, it's a robot basically, right? Yeah. So I love that the robots are taking these jobs from us now. Ugh. Oh yeah. What about we don't? Have, what are our short, awkward college students gonna do now for money? They used to be decoys. Now we're now the fucking computer taking the jobs. Well, taking the even taking like the pre-pro work out of it. Like you know, you know what I mean. Not not even the the live entrapment element of this process, but they're taking the part that's like just you sitting in a room four thousand miles away. Like, come on, oh. give that job to a hardworking you know human. Though, but I mean, like on to catch a predator, like you always see those guys like that are like doing the actual chatting, and they they always seem a little creepy to me and super suspect. Yeah, that's because yeah, like yeah. they're reformed. Their job. Quote, <laughs> Their full-time job is to hang out in chat rooms and pretend to be young girls. The question is, when does the hunter become the hunter? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think I think we need to do boner checks on the programmers of Sweetie and as well as those perverted justice weirdos. Hey, Frank, um, uh, I noticed you have a picture of Sweet Pea in your wallet. <laughs> Real quick, we just all get up and do a boner check really quick. Just if we... Okay, book them. I just want to see if we have any campers in the room. Do we have any campers pitching tents in the room? Let's let's do a quick check. Let's do a quick oh boy. check. What? I don't know what you're talking about. This is ridiculous. Okay, get him out of here. Werner? Oh, no. Werner? <laughs> Sorry, I was I was captivated by the beauty of you. Okay, fair enough. This sweet piece. It is so God. fleeting. It is fleeting and so beautiful. When I stare into the eyes of the blind albino crocodile, I realize that time is fleeting. Werner <laughs> oh, Herzog. Um, give that, keep two that. more things on this story really quick before two we move on. Things. Hello, young girls. Um, Na- nature is out to destroy you all. <laughs> the researcher and if they who don't, in- I will. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the researcher who was in charge of this... Uh, said that the men, the, pet- the predators, the were from all walks of life and came from a variety of professional situations. They were fathers, musicians, and architects. 
Because yeah, everyone is creepy. Well, and yeah, weird. do we really need that a part of the survey anymore? Like, yes, pe- pedophilia knows what, no architects? race creed. Architects. Wait. You know, I've always trusted architects in my oh, life. No. Never now. I always told my kids if they get lost, try to find a policeman or an architect. Rich people. Either try and to find a father, people? a musician. <laughs> Rich people and. Oh poor. come on! Rich people Aww. too. <laughs> Surely not the rich. Surely they can buy like, their own sweet pea. Why do they have to take my sweet pea? <laughs> I thought the poor people were more humble than that. Christ, we gotta get away hmm. from this. I'm, I cannot keep talking. We really about do. Peas. The only other thing I'll say is that I mentioned earlier, just really quick, the Span- Spaniards are working on a, their own version of this, okay. but it's an it's an advanced chat robot called uh, the Terminator Negobot. The what? And it poses as yeah, it's called Negobot. Uh, inappropriate. I don't like that. It's pretty close to something that would really just set a fire. Please don't, don't use that kind of language, it, Alex. It poses as a 14-year-old girl in chat rooms and social networks, and I think that one is fully, like, cg Get that fucking um, cocktease negobot out of my fucking oh, oh, excuse me. Jeez. Well, if I had known that I was going to a party downtown, if you know what I mean, and if I had known that it was just going to be a bunch of negobots and necromunkers. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. I am fully animated. I am the equivalent of a Pixar creation. <laughs> She's right. She is really well articulated, if you know what I mean. Sweet P 2.0. Sweeter P. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I killed Sweet P in her sleep. Call me Sweeter P. Sweetie Pie, they call me. <laughs> sweet Pea, Sweetie Pie, no! Man, wow. I'm on fire. <laughs> Jonathan is on fire, guys. Guys, Rush Week. Okay, wait, let me let me start that over again. <laughs> try to say more guys. Than, try to say more than three syllables before you pause. I love Impossible. you. I love you like a brother. <laughs> For one hope, full member of Willington. <laughs> she is full of Pino and Ancestry. <laughs> She is Filipino. Okay. Guys, whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm trying to find out where Willington College is in this article, and it doesn't say, thankfully. Uh, crikey. <laughs> crikey, love. You know, when George Harrison and I were what? You know, when George Harrison and I were writing Itsy Beatsy Tiny Weeny Yellow Poker Doppelkini, we were at each other's throats noon and night. Quick question, mate. Where were you writing that again? <laughs> oh, down at the pub. We had a in which country? <laughs> Come on, love, you know where I am. I I don't, I have a very, very confused idea of where, what uh, city or country, uh, a vague area of the, the world you are from. Je suis un chocolat. Merchants and stuck chocolat. Would you like me to lay you down on a potato sack? Uh, <laughs> Alex, roll All right. that beautiful ball footage. <laughs> <laughs> so... We all know that college initiation stuff is bullshit and crazy. That's the official um, ramjack line. It's all, it is. Yeah, that, I'm just saying, it is. It's straight up nonsense, and fraternities get out of hand. We know this, but as out of, of late, yeah. Um, a chapter of Gamma Phi Gamma at Williamton College, they got a little too crazy. The bros got a little too nuts in, in a fraternity initiation. I'm just going to read to you How what nuts happened. did they get? <laughs> Um, How nuts did they get, Alex? You tell me after I after I read this to you. <laughs> the blindfolded pledges were brought to the basement of the fraternity. Which is known as what, Alex, according to the article? Gobbler House. Let's stop right there. <laughs> oh Nothing, I knew oh this boy. story was going to get covered. 
when I learned that the fucking fraternity is known as Gobble House, you closeted freaks. Jesus Christ. Hey, guys. Put on this blindfold. We're taking you to the basement of a Gobble House. The go- is Excuse me? Ugh. Gobbler, gobbler, gobbler. Yeah, it's already you're like okay i'm listening why why are you joining this why are you joining this group the closeted homosexuality is just beads of sweat just running down the backs of dudes necks like oh man i want to be in that for oh i want to be in there so bad can't wait why i gotta get in that gobbler house so they were led down to the basement blindfolded yeah there were 20 frat members there that were watching and i guess participating in it in addition to all the pledges in the basement of the house contained three inches of water, which is already weird, because why is there standing water in a basement? I don't know what that's about. That sounds nuts already. The pledges were ordered to lie on the floor and imitate a swimming action. They were then directed to strip completely nude except for the blindfold and had a substance described as being like Icy Hot applied to their nipples, back, buttocks, and scrotum. Nope. Nope, nope, I mean, first of all, is Gobbler House such a rotting hovel that it has... I mean, I can't get over that element. Of the story, standing water in the basement, or they like had them in. I'm sure if they were in like a little baby pool or something, they would have made that detail known. But yeah. the quote, which is a quote, says, "Lie on the floor and imitate a swimming action in three inches of water." So that has to be a pretty big pool, because obviously there's going to be a, quite a few pledges. It's probably just a Maybe dank ass frat house. Frat house. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if it's a secure basement, surely they can, like, vac... There's there's ways to get the water so out. It's weird. They're swimming. Whatever. They have the Icy Hot-like material, which, let's just call it Icy Hot. They were stripped completely nude except for the blindfold. Why a would you ever described, do this? A substance described as being, like, Icy Hot applied to their nipples, back, buttocks, and scrotum. That's when things get weird for me. I... Uh, that's when they get weird? Well, okay, I, I can see pledges. And th- if, if I was going to put myself in the shoes of a frat bro that was, or a guy who was aspiring to be a frat bro, all right, cool, I guess we're going to go through water. That's neat. <laughs> Strip down. Who's touching my scrotum? Who's rubbing Icy Hot in all of my For, intimate uh, areas? Uh, the second when I'm blindfolded and taken to a basement, I'm out. Done. Oh, so. of I course. Mean, when I'm laying in a basement filled with water, laying in a gross, gross, a flooded basement. No. When they tell well, me to strip, fuck that. Again, I think we've all mentioned or addressed the fact that it's called the Gobbler House. Oh, sure. So I don't think anyone's going to the Gobbler House regardless of whether they're blindfolded or well, not. That's just a more of a reason well, the, not to the go. The surface read of a frat house guy psychology is, of course, going to be like, you know, whatever, man. It's, you know, I got to get into the frat, so I got to do it. That is just, that is the fucking tip of the iceberg, and I don't buy that oh, yeah, for yeah. a second. What's really going on here, if you do this, so like, Brad, your question is, who would do this? You have got to be the type of person that is somehow already just scarred emotionally, mm-hmm. or like, you probably experienced some form of haze in your entire life, either from a sibling or a goddamn adult in your life, be it a parent or a family member or a fucking stranger. You have got to have a part of yourself yeah. that's actually willing to absorb that kind of abuse and think that it's okay. And the thing is, like, I think of, like, all the fucked up weirdo, lame douches I've ever met in my life, and I still, like, I don't know anyone that would, like, do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it takes a very specific, I think you, they knew yeah. who they had, first of all. Yeah. I bet that they, uh, it's it's such a, like, a fucked up hunter monstrous mentality where I'm yeah. sure they picked pledges that were like, you, do you think they'll do this? Oh, yeah, these guys, they'll fucking do it because they want to get into this fucking frat. These guys right. are broken, and we're gonna break them up even more. <laughs> 
which is gross. I mean, how different is this really than the the sweet pea hunt? I mean, come on, it's well, and it's predators everywhere. It's predators are gross and weird. Like, there's a huge true. Like, th these are just dudes who do not know how to fucking deal with whatever is going on for them sexually. Like, come on, guys. If you're willing to have, like, yeah, touch my balls, put this on my balls and my buttocks, and yeah, I'll do this for you. Like, it's this weird slave master BDSM bullshit, and it is Ugh. fucked up and creepy. But we're not even in the meat of this story. The meat, Oh, no, as it Th that's just getting started. <laughs> Let's, it's after, about to get nuts. <laughs> after having... After having Limburger cheese stuffed in their mouths, the pledges were given a ball of stuffing in order to in or <laughs> I almost said stimulate and ordered to simulate having sexual intercourse now, with this. Now this phrase is really confusing to me. I read I read this article. So they had the Limburger cheese in their mouth. Let's say that was a separate thing. Let's yeah. say they spit the cheese out. And then what is this description that they have? A ball of stuffing? What is that? The pledges were given a ball of stuffing in order to simulate having sexual intercourse with it. Specifically, the trio was told... So I guess there's three dudes, which is also... I guess we just figured that out. Um, specifically, the trio was told to fuck the sheep, Ugh. which is weird. I, I, hey, here's... Hey, take this. Hey, you take that. Now fuck it. I understand... Fuck that I sheep. understand that this... Yes, thank you, Alex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do I, you want 30 more seconds of that? Because it's really you creepy. A more role playing. Like you creeped me out in maybe less than three seconds. Like I felt I was there. Please stop doing that. I forbid you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Well, I was inspired. I mean, you gave me the motivation. Don't like, please fuck that sheep. Predator like Don't people. I was like, all right, well, I'll How read it like that. How dare you blame the victim? Hey, you made me do it. <laughs> you inspired me. <laughs> But I'm confused. I, I get that this is all first-hand accounts being reported in this article, but come on. A ball of stuffing, first, I don't know what that is. Is it pantyhose like, filled no, with... No, like, uh, I mean, just like, I imagine, like, you know, cotton stuffing. like Cotton stuffing like that you perform oral sex on. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, oh, I'm no, not trying I to play actually. No. I think they're actually told to fuck it. Like yeah, they're fucking, they're fucking. Stuffing. Yeah, their dicks are all up. But in they that said perform dog. oral sex. But then I think they, I'm, I think they did fuck it. But you specifically said that they had to perform oral sex on it too. When did I say oral sex? You said that when read the read the line that first mentions the ball of stuffing. Out loud. Out. <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, no, I'm trying to find it. After having Limburger cheese stuffed in their yeah, mouths, yeah. the pledges were given a ball of stuffing in order to simulate having sexual intercourse with. Oh, them. okay. I'm specifically sorry. the trio was told to fuck that. I'm sheep. sorry, and I won't read it like I won't read it like them, thank Jonathan. You, thank I won't you, thank do you. that to you again. I apologize for I, because when I first read the article, I thought it said oral sex too. Clearly, I'm putting my own <laughs> layers on, go on Jonathan. Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, pledge. Say what you blow feel that sheep. What blow that sheep pledge. Blow that sheep pledge. Hey. Take this ball of cotton. Form it into... So, do, have you ever taken an art class? I'm John. I'm the head of the fraternity. Have you ever taken an art class? So kind of just take the cotton, make it into a sort of a dick, and then put that in your mouth and let me watch that for a few minutes. And then just kind of... Okay, spit the cheese out, and then I want you to, to form this, this stuffing into a sheep dick, and then you're going to blow it. I mean, talk, right, about, talk about a boner test. I mean, a real boner test would be like, <laughs> hey, guys in charge of this, can I do a boner check on you real quick? Because I have a feeling 9 out of 10 of you are fucking hard as diamonds right now. Like, this is so <laughs> fucked up. And it gets more fucked up. We're not gay. The we all have girlfriends. Were... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, my girl is back. Yeah, just... Uh-oh. The sweetie. pledges... <laughs> my sweetie pie. You're, you're gonna be my little sweetie pie. Yeah, I'm texting <laughs> this girl named Sweetie Pie. She's pretty cool. 
So what then what happened? The pledges were then hit with towels and shirts with the ends balled into knots. Ugh. And also, um, they had other items tied to these things so that it would hurt or inflict pain. So I'm assuming they had these... I mean, who knows? I mean, knots and things, maybe balls inside of it tied that's up. That's some So then I took an orange and I put it in a sock and, uh... Yeah, and a bars of soap. I mean, that's some straight-up Casino Royale Daniel Craig shit. Yeah, like, it really that, is. I, I, I mean, guys. Th- there's a part of you in your brain that's like, no, I deserve this. I can take this. I'm supposed to do this. This is, this is fine. This is right that I'm doing this. After this, I'll be in the frat, and that's what I want. Like, your your sense of what you want and how you get what you want, it, it's like you've been in a dungeon your entire life. It's weird. Um, during this um, towel and shirt, um, I guess, beating, one of the kids... No, you don't guess. Um, it's a beating. That's a fair It's a fair. Yeah. Term. Pledge Tyler Lawrence, 19 years old, by the way, was struck in his testicle, and he hit the floor immediately all three inches of water on that floor and was in constant pain. And of course, he stuck it out like a man in a true uh, Gamma Pi Gamma and finished the rest of the ritual, which was the eating of a banana, which had been soaked in vinegar, still with the blindfold on, being told by all the 20, I guess, house guys that they were actually eating human feces while they were doing it. For the listener at home, when I went a second ago, when I just went, yeah, 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 that wasn't me being like, yeah, 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 get to that part. (laughs) It was me going, oh, yeah, I forgot that part. So don't, when you go back, when you hear me go, yeah, 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 don't... (laughs) Don't think of it as being Don't put like, any thoughts in Jonathan's head. Come on, head. Alex, get to the banana. Come yeah, yeah, on. Get to, get to the banana part. What do they do with that banana? Tell me. Um, well, they took that banana, they soaked it in vinegar, which is weird, and then force-fed them it and telling them the whole time that they were eating human excrement. What are the ideas what in the brainstorm the session? What'd you say, Brian? Oh, goodness. Yeah. What are the ideas in the brainstorming session that weren't used? Because you know they had, like, they oh, must have no. brainstormed for, like, two hours. Um, Was there a guy in charge of writing down all the ideas? Like, come on, Brad, no judging in a brainstorm. Write it down. <laughs> all, right, all right, guys, guys, follow me through on this. Follow me through on this. All right. All right. All right. Cool. What? All right. They have to take... A picture of their grandmother, and they uh-huh. have to like smash the frame, and then they have to fuck the glass. <laughs> cool. Hey, yeah, put that down. That's would it be idea. wrong? Yeah, like would it be wrong if we put like fucked up like gutter nails, like in a from like fuck a fuck a fuck a fucking junkyard, fucking uh, put them in a pantyhose, and then make them fuck themselves in the ass with the nail hose? That'd be pretty fucked up. All right, here's one. Here's one. This is what we will do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, write down what Verna says. What? What Verna? What is it? So, so first we, we will uh, we will uh, flood our basement. We will put uh, uh, three inches of water on the ground. Already done. They will yeah. have to lay cool. in it yeah. in, in sort of an imitation of being born, but they will be born into our fraternity, and thus they will see the harsh realities that life has to offer them. Verna's fucked up. They will up, realize man. because now they no longer have the innocence of a child, but the harsh realities of being a fully aged adult knowing that this world has nothing to offer them at all knowing. and then we will force them to pretend to swim nice, and they will nice, realize nice, that nice, this nice, is fruitless nice. and that will yeah, be put all that, hey put that one down That's we're starting with that okay we'll start with nice. that Verna, no, no, I, that, was the, that was the whole thing that was all of it no, that is enough Verna, no, no no man we, we gotta attack on my vinegar on. banana idea that's too fucking funny they're gonna think it's poop <laughs> but that is that is very weird Craig, I would never do Craig, that Craig how do you know that but how do you know that poop tastes like vinegar shut up Frank. <laughs> I can't believe we let you eat. So yeah, um, I'm sorry. He's my brother. <laughs> ah, it's a ghost. <laughs> Boo. Oh, I'm still furious about that. By the way, 
The, the fact that you would trot your listeners and a devoted guest host in front of you like fucking animals at a parade just for your amusement without any intention of hiring us. Like, this is this is my career. You understand that you understand that you're making fun of my career, right? I work and for this. And then we fade Jonathan down, and all right. Listen, guys, I just think that if you're... My resume has a... Cut his mic. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Brad. Brad, cut his mic. Brad, just cut his mic. Um, I'm cutting, I'm cutting. Ew. All that aside for now, Jonathan. My fruit brood and my yummy bunny were the best. They were very good, and you had steep competition. Yeah, you. <laughs> and Brad. Alex, is your fruit brood voice digitally altered, or, or can you actually go that low? I can go that low. Do it right now. I know Brad did more enhancements to it later. Oh. I have to get into it. I know you put some... I don't know how much enhancement you actually put on my voice. Very little. Um, Didn't Yummy Mummy have, like, a bit of a ring to his voice? But Yummy Mummy had, like, an echo, yeah. Yes, he had had a bit of an echo. It sounds like it has an echo right now. It's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit disturbing. Uh, fruit boot is this... (laughs) It's kind of like this. Fruit is scary. I'm not saying you two aren't (laughs) good at it. I'm not saying you two aren't good at it. Why, thank you, John. But if I had known that you yourselves were in contention, I would have considered that walking in. <laughs> well, Me and Brad came up for the voices. Like, I came up with Fruit Brute, like, what was it, a day before we actually recorded oh, it? Oh, yeah. Like, I did a few different ones when we were helping Mr. Brad. Mr. Let Me Pull a Fruit when, Brute out of my hat. <laughs> when we were moving Brad's stuff from one storage unit to another, it was when I was like, all right, now how would a Fruit Brute go? And I started with, like, a howl. And then try to do a voice that I could go into a howl with. Uh, See, that's where I was coming from when I was making my character. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's get back to the ball story. So he finished the trial. Okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, after this these three nuts. dudes were put through this fucking fraternity Brad, right. initiation, which was torture. Um, and remember, Tyler got sacked in his in his scrotum with one of these towels. That's one way of putting um, it. He got, he got totally and he sacked <laughs> in the nuts. So after he was force-fed this banana, wreathing in pain on the floor in three inches of water, who knows if he almost drowned, um, they, they then rushed him to the hospital where doctors um, removed one of his testicles because he was, I, I guess they ruptured it or something. I, I guess, man. Like, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, so what happened to his fucking testicle that it was just Ugh. beyond saving? I mean, it would have, it yeah, would have that to That terrifies me. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Now, the immediate follow-up story is, are you going to be in the frat, dude? You going to stick to Seriously. that frat man? I mean, you finished well, I mean, it, right? how do you... At that point, at that point, like, they owe you forever. How is that but not... But why would you want to be with them? How is that not the seventh day and a seven-day-long hazing? Like, what if it was just day three? Oh, fuck. Sorry, I mean, bro. it doesn't sound... I mean, it Sorry, sounds bro. pretty wild. We, we're but... giving you one day off, but you got to get back in this. <laughs> Well, okay, also, just for everyone's peace of mind, police are now investigating the incident, and the fraternity has been suspended. Been suspended, whatever that means. Yeah. Do they all get to um, together still? You can't suspend assholes. Like, it's... Yeah, that's so dumb. Well, not on... Yeah. It's... It is crazy. I don't... I mean, but a lot of those fraternity things, or even sorority things, are just straight up nuts. I mean, and emotionally abusive. Like, this stuff is crazy. And, of course, there was a lot of physical violence where a dude got one of his balls fucking ruptured and he had to go to the hospital. But before that, he had to, I guess, be force-fed that vinegar banana. The whole time, his his boys are just like, yeah, what are you eating? (laughs) That's that's ridiculous. But, I mean, we've all heard of um, 
sororities, like, having their, I guess, new pledges, like, stripping down, and then them going over and, like, ridiculing their bodies, which is just stupid and gross. Like, why the fuck are we doing this shit? Well, I think, well, I mean, yeah, uh, again, it's an important question to ask, and it should always be asked when stories like this are, uh, when they come up. Uh, a, a, another point to bring up in comparing frats to sororities, you know, sororities, uh, I'm sure that hazing process can get really fucked up, really dark. I don't think a sorority would ever, ever even concoct such a plan, such as this. It would take a group of fucked up men to come up with what yeah. these guys did. Yeah, quite true. I think a bunch oh, you know of- all the soror- sororities that do uh, 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 female genital mutilation on each other. You know, those. Oh, that's a thing? Oh, wait, no. That's not, not oh, okay, a okay, not no. a thing. Good, good, good. good. Never happened. No. Yeah, because I think I think sororities are gonna go that way. They're gonna go more psychological where it's like, no, take off all your clothes so I can talk about how awful your tits are and how you have a fucking gut and how you need to lose weight. Like, I think that's about as dark as any sorority, unless I'm proven wrong, which let's hope I'm not. I think that's about as fucked up as it's gonna get. They're not gonna, like, I don't know, make you perform, like, fucking sex acts and, like, stand and, you know, mosquito-ridden germ water. Like, that's fucked up. I mean, do we know that they wouldn't do that? I mean, this is just something that got reported because some dude I got mean, his, you know, nuts busted. But- yes, Alex, thank you. <laughs> I don't know specifically if there has ever been something like that happen. My theory is that, unless I'm proven people wrong... People are fucked up. 20,000 people from around the yes, world Alex. approached a digital sweet pea. I mean, I don't know what to believe anymore. You heard it here first. People are fucked up. <laughs> Humanity is a plague. Oh, God, Werner. <laughs> Speaking of plagues on the world, Thank that's you. a horrible segue. That, was, that segue really illustrated my point. Brad brought this story up um, to bring up on the show, and it's pretty awesome. A British family was forced to flee their home in London after dozens of spiders started erupting from a banana. Claire, it's not your fault. Wait, why are we why are we taking blame away from Claire in, thing, in regards to events that are not 9-11? It did happen uh, in London. I, listen. Oh, like, it did happen saying. in London. I see, I see, I see. I don't, I don't think she did it. I She's, don't think she did it. She lives close to London. She doesn't live in London. We know this. She lives in a suburb or an outskirts city. Innocent, but, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So a family... I'm with Brad. A family is gathered around a single banana. They're about to enjoy a single banana. They unpeel the banana. Spiders. <laughs> They've got their vinegar ready. Uh, well, here's the crazier thing. The the woman who was eating this banana, she's 29, by the way. I don't know why this is in the article. Facts, man. You was halfway facts. through, she was halfway through eating a banana when she noticed that the small white patch on a piece of the fruit was not mold, but something far more alarming. She was eating the banana that had a white patch on it. She thought, oh, it's just mold. You're eating a banana you think has mold on it? Yeah, bitch, stop eating moldy bananas. I thought you were going to reveal that it was a camouflaged banana white spider. That was just like, kaka, you've been eating us the entire time, kaka. <laughs> oh no, it's spiders. So she just thought it was, it says mold as opposed to a bruise. Like if you see a banana, like kind of bruised, you might think to yourself, eh. But she yeah, thought she it was thought mold. it was mold. Oh, it specifically says in the article she thought it was mold and no big deal because... You know, uh, you know, Alex, I kind of dismissed your statement earlier about how people are fucked up as being kind of obvious, but now I will fully embrace it because it needs to be reiterated. If you're eating a fucking banana. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to do this in a British accent because she would have one. I had a closer look and was terrified to see they were spiders. They were hatching out on the table, scurrying around on my carpet. Now, what does that mean? You're eating a banana, it's in your hand, I'm assuming, and all of a sudden, what you thought was mold is now spiders rupturing from the banana and then scurrying around on your carpet? Is she eating it on the floor? Is she so on Indian style? Was the white spot down? like an uh, uh, like a a egg sack? sack? Yeah, right? Yeah, it was an egg sack, and it hatched while she was eating it, and it the spiders leapt out, tiny spiders, okay. and were scurrying around on her carpet. Why but, is her face and the banana so close no. to the carpet? That's <laughs> <Alex>. weird. <laughs> 
I think you're... <laughs> She's lying on the floor eating a banana no, that's covered in mold. You two are reading into this in a weird way. Yeah. It's, I, Am I? Yes, Alex. it's weird to begin with. Alex, this is what happened. You're eating a banana, right? You're this woman. Okay. You're eating a banana. You think to yourself, okay. is that mold? Oh, no. Uh, it's actually an egg sac. Spiders are leaping out of it. And you throw the banana away from you because you're freaked out because of the spiders. And the banana just lands on the floor. <laughs> but wouldn't they say that in the article if it happened that way, John? No, I... Why are they giving me all these context so, clues about so carpet? So what you want is a short story <laughs> where we do. track the banana's path through basically space and time. Is that too much to ask it, from our local I news? I think it might. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with Jonathan, and it's awesome that you would bring that up. I just think that maybe this is shoddy reporting. No, you should agree with um, me. <laughs> I do agree with you. So after that, she took a picture of the spiders and sent them to the local pest control. And was like, hey, what the fuck are these? This is kind of weird. And they said, oh, fuck, those might be Brazilian wandering spiders. They are one of the most deadliest spiders in the world. They were actually on Guinness's... Uh, world record uh, for the most venomous spider in 2010. Get the fuck out of your home. So her and her family just ran. Is this... Imagine that. Alright, you find spiders, you call pest control. Oh, those those are murder spiders. Get out. Is it spelled wandering W-A or wandering W-O? It, it's wandering. Oh, okay, okay. A. I said wandering. Well, you I? and Brad said wandering spiders and I thought, well, that's a charming name for a spider. The Brazilian <laughs> wandering spider. Wandering. Oh. All at once I'm wandering. I also have to be the uh, pronunciation please because earlier, Alex, you said uh, writhing in pain when I believe it's pronounced writhing in pain. I meant to say writhing. Don't you? Gra- grammar dragnet. <laughs> um, Stephen Falk a local uh, ophthalmologist. He investigated and found out that the spiders actually weren't the Brazilian oh. wandering spiders, um, but they were a different type. And he was like, oh, my, our bad. Hey, those aren't actually those Brazilian spiders. Your family panicked for no reason. Well, They're just baby spiders. Oh. And that's a dog. What does the dog have we, to say about times. this? It's, it's woven times, guys. Now, Watch out. Now Brad, sent, now, Brad, obviously you recoiled in horror when you read the story. Yeah. As any human being should. But there's an interesting fact in here. This guy says, and this is a quote, the truth is often very mundane. A baby spider doesn't have a baby spider doesn't have big enough jaws to even bite you. So don't even worry about baby spiders. They're too tiny. No, don't worry about them. They just scurry around your house and eventually they grow into full-size spiders that murder oh, you in the well, night. Oh, when there's hundreds of them erupting from an egg sac, yeah, you got to burn that house down. But if you yeah, see a baby right spider, well, first of all, new house. Uh, who here is surprised that these guys got it wrong because you know that the photo that this person took of these spiders, well, what's the photo? Like it's probably just the carpet and like maybe some vague colored shapes. Like there's no way that a guy's going to look at that photo and go and get it right the first time. I can't believe that he made such a quick, drastic decision, and, and he was just like, oh, I know what that is. No, you don't, dude. It's just a blurry photo. I, there's no way what? the resolution of this was Even worse, good. though, what if they, what if it wasn't immediate? What if they, like, called back, like, 15 minutes later after they had, like, done some research, and they're like, hey, guys, we're pretty sure those are murder spiders. You need to get out. I mean, wouldn't you have already left? Like, at least the room? Like, let's get out, let's get <laughs> out of the spider room. Let's get out of that room. <laughs> I would already be burning the house down. Yeah, like, no I, I like Jonathan and Brett. Yeah, your your initial reaction is get out. Just get the fuck out. Um, another interesting spider fact, only one in about 500 spiderlings, which is what you call baby spiders, oh, make it into adulthood. Absolutely. Oh, no. I will not be using that term anytime soon. <laughs> spiderlings. Hello, my little spiderlings. Like, spiderlings. Only one of you in 500 have what it takes to become an adult. Have you read the latest Good entry luck. in the Spiderling Chronicles? <laughs> 
Someday my spiderlings. Yummy mummy. Someday. <laughs> oh, hello, it's me. I, I, I was just talking to my little spiderling. Yummy mummy would have spiderlings, I think. Yes, I keep them in my pocket. Why are all of them gay? What? I don't know. <laughs> That's something you need to ask General Mills, John. There's nothing funnier. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than Yummy Mummy being accused of being gay, and then he just goes, "What? <laughs> Pardon me. I, I don't know what you're thinking of. Did I hear you correctly? What do you mean? Am I happy? I haven't been happy for centuries. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very happy with my lot in life, as it were. Would you describe? I pretend to be happy with my spider. Would you describe yourself as a confirmed bachelor, Yummy Mummy? <laughs> Why yes. Well, I haven't known the pleasures I, of flesh in well over centuries. Well, I, I've, I would say that I'm, I'm confirmed in loving my spiderlings. Uh, yep. That's all I need. Yummy Mummy, when you were alive, do you, would you say that you preferred the taste of Clams or oysters? Uh, oh my! <laughs> How ribald! <laughs> I thank you. No, neither. So neither. No. <laughs> Yummy Mummy is to the point. I like that about him. I don't like that. Yummy Mummy, are like you the gay? Sound of that. What? A what? <laughs> I love that he gets more, uh, like, your voice is changing as as he's getting more and more, like, out of the Yummy closet. Mummy. It's not, no. like, it's not quite like Yummy Mummy is very like controlled. Me. He's very in control. But when he's thrown for a loop, he freaks out. <laughs> what? He drops the all pretenses, and it's like, I don't know what you're saying. This, uh, this is stupid. I don't like this conversation. I remember a time. Going back to my spider links. I remember a time Jeez. when people talked in codes. <laughs> People didn't ask such blunt questions. There was a time when we had civility. Pictures, we, how primitive. We, our private lives were separate and we kept them that way. It, it was Have you ever gentleman. heard of a glass tomb? <laughs> That's where I exist. Uh, um, I'll be in my so sarcophagus. These- um, so these people bought the bananas from a Sainsbury in the UK. and Our Sainsbury? Sainsbury. And Rising. when they heard about this, they were like, Oh, guys, we're so sorry. Here's a $16 gift card. What? You mean a 16, like 16 pounds? Nope, 10 pounds, $16 in American <laughs> Jesus money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but since Sorry, then, love. their initial act of goodwill has been followed up by a substantial cash sum. I would think. I would think so. Hey, d- um, also, like I said, one in 500 spiderlings make it into adulthood. And any spiders that are from like Central America or like the Amazon wouldn't even be able to live in the UK, which is where all this happened at, because they are very susceptible to temperature changes. So they are so died we're well. Told. Yeah, not these spider are babies. so we're told. These spider babies so they s- were fucking tough. <laughs> yeah, well, they think they were just actually local uh, foliage spiders, which are a little bit more robust. But, but then they calm down. And they're like, oh, these spiders are local. Oh, hello, mate. Hello, are you? <laughs> Oh, these spiders ain't from our town. <laughs> what are you doing? You heading out to the pub, love? All right, let's go. <laughs> and then I rode a carriage of spiders down to the pub. <laughs> You're never going to believe this, Davy. I was eating my fish and chips. I bit into a piece of white hot cod, and spiders just burst out of them. Dancing through life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Davy. That's just been in my head ever since I saw Wicked. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our final. <laughs> of uh, We have covered a lot of news today. We really uh, an hour and forty minutes of it. Do we want to stop and start a new file, or do we want to wait till we're completely done with news? Let's Brad? get through the news first. Okay. All right, Jonathan, do you want to take this one since? Yeah. Okay. So, Alex, you brought it? this to our attention, but uh, there was uh, recently an interview uh, 
Brought to us by a, a, a source that I've never heard of called Complex. I don't know if that's a, just an online magazine about celebrities and like Hollywood culture. I, I have to assume that's what it's about. But uh, the author of the interview uh, is Joel. His name is Joe LaPuma. Great name. Great name. And he interviewed one Ariana Grande. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. She uh, She's a pop singer. She was on the uh, television show Victorious, which I barely I know that that's a show, but I don't know anything about it beyond that. And uh, you're two steps ahead of me. Um, she also was recently on Dancing with the Stars and performed with British sensation Micah uh, to a song called, and Jonathan, you'll know what this is because you just saw Wicked. Um, they did a kind of pop remix to Popular. Oh, and they danced to it? Or they um, sang it while the celebrities danced? Yeah. That's a very strange choice. Weird. You should listen to the song. I think me and Brad have, we, me and Brad have talked about it. I can't remember if we talked about it on the show, but I think you would you would like it and also be kind of weirded out by it because they, they take lyrics from the song Popular and then just kind of make it into a song, a pop song. Oh, brother. Uh, I, it's not bad. It's actually not bad, but definitely listen to the version on Micah's album because it's much, it's better. Uh, oh, God, they actually put it on an album too? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's on his newest, uh, his newest album in Britain. So Micah is, and it's gay. also on her album. Well, if, her, uh, if I could just report in from my uh, um, my porch swing uh, where I'm yelling at the children, uh, it sounds like a bunch of junk to me. And Jonathan, to answer your question, Micah um, doesn't care what people's sex is. Oh my god, he just loves people for who they are. He can fall in love with anyone. What type. is this? 1999. I, I think that's a wonderful state. Shut okay. up, yummy mummy. I, I, well, <laughs> I think it's a very, I think it's a very nice. Yummy yeah. mummy. So this girl, she's twenty. With, she's young. Yeah, she's twenty. She's young. And and also, yummy mummy. Yeah. You wouldn't be living with cow chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry if you were in any way interested in women. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, I I will say that the general. Don't forget about me, God. Fruit brute, oh, yummy yes. mummy was talking. Yummy mummy, I was yes. speak. I just the, well the the climate really is it's a huge draw for me. I mean, there's uh, the fortress is very drafty. It's very mummy friendly. Um, mummy friendly. Yes, yes, very mummy friendly. They don't. Uh, they don't discriminate. Some places they don't judge. They don't. Some places discriminate against a mummy. Right. Um, of my nature. Yummy mummy. By the way, thank you for the silver flask with my initials that you sent. That was very. That was a nice gift to send. Oh, I. I just thought it was you know, you know, something you might be able to use. Thank you very much. Okay, so. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> fruit, fruit, fruit. Did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I. I wanted yummy mummy to have his time. No, it's, it's fine. I'm just happy to be okay. here. Okay. Well, so this interview with Ariana Grande, who I listened to some of her music. I think she has a, a good voice. Um, oh, yeah. She kind of comes off as a big dumb dummy in her interview. Yeah. For one particular reason. But before we get into that, uh, I just want to talk about, I've never read, Brad, Alex, have you read the uh, the full interview? Not the, not just the little pieces that were covered on Jezebel, but the full interview? I, I've read quite a bit of it. And Brad, I think, uh, I'm sorry, you said before. Yeah, I read... Yeah, you skipped. I've, I've read most of it, the, I believe. The opening paragraph is such a cliche to me because it is the exact cliche of what you think a celebrity profile will be because mm-hmm. it's it's the description of the restaurant. It starts off with, it's the midday rush at Olive and Time, a Burbank, California lunch hotspot. As throngs of middle-aged women and studio execs scrape the remnants of their hummus boards, a petite 20-year-old brunette in a distressed sweater, like, it just keeps going and going and going. Look, you know, boy, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about her but when you really meet her she's really real you know that's exactly what it is this dude okay he just wants to fuck her throughout the entire interview the way that
that he talks to her and questions her, it's it's all creepy flirting. Um, and then another paragraph starts with, even if the menopausal women and midlife crisis-stricken men surrounding Grand at lunch aren't fussing over her, the music industry is. That voice has attacked pop, pop radio this year like a drone strike. I'm sorry, are you a writer? What is this? Menopausal women? You know when her women? voice attacked radio like a drone? Oh my god. Uh, you know when her voice killed uh, children and uh, uh, aid workers? Is there anything more- When that happened? Is there anything more disgusting than a woman go- than a woman going through menopause? Fuck that shit. Who the fuck would read an interview about her? We were, we're talking to Ariana Grande. She's young and she's tight downstairs. Let's talk to her. Like, fucking fuck. I also yeah. love how, like, the first question that he asked her is like, Hey, I heard you grew up in this one oh place. My god. Hey, do you know this one Asian girl down there? And she's like, oh, yeah, I fucking love that place. He's like, yeah, I know you would. Hey, what do you get? Because I like this. No, she, first of all, like, him. if you ask that question, if you ask that question, you don't put that in your article. The only reason no. you're putting that in your article is so that you seem buddy buddy because this shit is all about access. So you want to seem like, oh, yeah, you're friendly in interviews so that you can get other interviews with shitty people that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, first of all, I can't believe that this is a cover story for them. Like, this is crazy. But the question, yeah, he asks her, let's talk about growing up in Boca Raton. Do you know an Asian grill restaurant called Stir Crazy? And she says, that's my favorite. That's the best restaurant ever. What do you get? So I'm like, why is she asking? Who cares? Well, she, I give her the pass that she's just making conversation with another friendly. human. Oh, and, and probably- he's, But why is he writing it down? <laughs> I, I don't know. Later on, uh, he says, have you... Okay, so he asks her about uh, Harry Potter, because she's a big Harry Potter fan. Oh, goodness. And he asks, have you ever seen a real Hogwarts? And she says, what? No. What's, what the hell's a Hogwarts? That's a school, Miss Thing. And he goes, are, are you calling me Miss Thing? And it's like, hey, dude, you're not going to fuck Ariana Grande. Enough. Enough. Like, what are you doing? Like, like putting your hand on her knee, like, under the table? Stop. It's gross. Boy. But here's the real meat of the... Uh, of the interview. Can we, before that, Sure. Uh, what led into the, the Hogwarts question, which is gross and weird, and I do, I do love that she calls him Miss Thing. Um, the question before that, he says, hey, hey, listen, uh, you're obsessed with Harry Potter. And she's, she says, I'm a big nerd. I love the Lord of the Rings. I love Harry Potter. I love scary movies. I love dinosaurs. Whoop, science, aliens, and ghosts. <laughs> And when I read that sentence, <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I, I'm kinda, I'll pull a Brad a little bit here because I think she's probably done enough interviews at this point and gone through enough stock questions to where she mm-hmm. maybe on some subconscious level been like, oh, this is the part of the interview where they ask what I like. So maybe I'll just say a bunch of shit right now just to right. get it oh, out yeah. of the way. Like, here's a bunch of stuff that I like. Can we, what's the next question? Though I do imagine her Instagram like profile just being Lord <laughs> of the Rings, comma, Harry Potter, scary movies, dinosaurs, science. Aliens, ghost, because that's that's her. But yes, okay. Then it was a Hogwarts thing, and okay. then things get real, Jonathan. Okay, so Alex, you read the questions starting with, "Do you believe in aliens and ghosts?" And I'll just respond. Okay, I'm gonna do it in my bro voice because I love it. Do you do you believe in like aliens and ghosts? Of course, we'd be so stupid to believe we are the only people here. Ha- have you ever seen an alien? Not an alien, but I've had a ghost demon experience. We were in Kansas City a few weeks ago and went to this haunted castle and were so excited. The next night, we wanted to go to Stull Cemetery, which is known as one of the seven gates to hell on Earth. The Pope won't fly over it. I love that you know that, but go ahead, sorry. That's gross when he says that. I love that you know yeah. that. Yeah. I That's love that you know that. My Sorry, go hey, on. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to zip up for a second. Sorry. Hey, Mr. LaPuma. Uh, Mr. LaPuma. Yes, I'm sorry. I need to do a boner check. Mr. LaPuma? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's me, oh, Mr. LaPuma. So she says, okay, so he says, I love it, you know that. Sorry, go on. I felt this sick, overwhelming feeling of negativity over the whole car, and we smelled sulfur. Get out of the car. <laughs> get out of the car. If you smell anything, get out of the car. <laughs> Which is the sign of a demon. Nope. And there was a fly in the car randomly. Not randomly. That's what flies do. Just what happened. They get places. Which is another sign of a demon. <laughs> nope. No, this no. girl did not listen to our episode about no, demons. No, again, mm. pop culture religion, where it's like, I've seen all these scary movies about demons from hell, and like, whenever there are flies, like, you know, m- you know, coming together in like large areas of the house, that means there's evil there. That's why demons love picnics. <laughs> <laughs> they also love ointment. <laughs> they love putting flies in ointment. <laughs> It's a demon! Um, oh, uh, I was like, this is scary. Let's leave. I rolled down the window before we left and said, we apologize. We didn't mean to, uh, disrupt your peace. Then- First of all, is it a demon or a ghost? Because I, I don't think demons have peace. She doesn't know demons the difference. Don't acar- oh, demons don't care about apologies. Come on. Well, I mean, and, and let's... Oh, come on. I'm sure a demon, after a long, hard day of demonizing, just wants to take a break out in the middle of a cemetery just to relax. Oh, come on, people. guys. I've had a hard day of hanging out at picnics and uh, flying around. Well, come on, they were... I, just... Come on. Thanks for the thanks for the apology. I really appreciate it. A lot of hard work making sulfur smells and just... I love Just, this. I mean, raising the dickens. I love this new... And chasing these flies around. I love this new demon character Brad's developing. His name is Doofy. <laughs> Doofy the demon. Doofy you know. the demon. Oh, hey, Doofy. I am Doofy the demon. I, I'm always raising the dickens, you know. He kind of sounds like Brad when he was six years old, when he was a newsie. <laughs> no, that's not, that sounds completely different. Okay. Yeah, because I sounded like this when I was a newsie. All of Brad's characters... I was selling papes. All of Brad's characters I have a I was selling papes, and I'm a demon, you know. I like the... I don't sell papes. I raise the dickens. Every character Brett has ever done on this show has a slight list <laughs> on some level. Um, oh, but uh, first of all, it's a demon at Stull Cemetery, so all the cool demons are going to be there because it's one of the seven gates that lead directly to hell. The Pope won't fly over it. <laughs> the Pope won't fly over it. The Pope will do a lot of shit. Excuse oh, me, are we flying over? <laughs> he's British. He's, he's British. Oh, didn't know that. I love that the Pope just has like a, a Pope plane that he flies around the world just for fun. It's called the plane. He, he flies around in the plane. Uh, so she says, we apologize. We, we didn't mean to disrupt your peace. Then I took a picture and there are three super distinct faces in the picture. They're faces of textbook demons. Um, Bitch, first off, you just <laughs> lied to those demons. We apologize. We didn't mean to disturb and your peace. You and then you take a flash picture. photo of a demon. Second of like, all, where the fuck is your demon textbook come from? That's like being in a Mennonite community and be like, we're so sorry. We do not mean to disrupt whatever is going on here. Can I take a picture of you? <laughs> They're not even asking, just blinding them with a flash. Oh, my God. And, okay, the reporter, as sleazy and as gross as he is, at least does say something or does pose a question that's pretty awesome. Well, he humors her for now, but then she really goes off the deep end. So what does he say? Hey, hey, (laughs) let's see the picture. Let's see them sweet pics. Hey, pics are didn't happen. I deleted it. The next day I tried to send the picture to my manager and it said, this file can't be sent. It's 666 megabytes. That number again, that number again. Um, That would never come up as a warning for any operating system of any phone, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would say file is too large or, but even then, pictures? What picture is gonna be too large to send? Uh, so she says, I'm not kidding. I used to have a folder called demons that had pictures with all the screen caps in it, but then weird things started happening to me, so I deleted it. <laughs> right. 
That's all demons what? want is for you to delete the pictures. I love that she took screen caps of the picture that she couldn't send. Why didn't she send the picture of the screen cap? Or well, blah, 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 when blah. she says she has a folder marked demons, that makes it sound like she's a demon investigator that's been doing this for years. <laughs> oh, I have a folder. It's like Teague. Let's see. I'll go through Teague's computer. Ariana, Ariana, I'm going to need you to get your old-fashioned slide rule, your, your new-fashioned megabats. Demons, paranormal, paranormal super, paranormal mundane, <laughs> vacation spots. Crushes. Crushes. Don't forget crushes. Uh, so, Alex, what does he say? She says, but then weird things started happening to me. What weird things? Get your hand off my fucking vagina, first of all. Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, my bad. I was going to sleep about... Cool, cool, cool. I was going to sleep about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I had just gotten off the phone, and as soon as I closed my eyes, I heard this really loud rumble right by my head. When I opened my eyes, it stopped immediately, but when I closed my eyes, it started again with whispers. Every time I closed my eyes, I started seeing these really disturbing images with, like, red shapes. Then I opened my eyes and got back on the phone and was like, I'm really scared and I don't want to go to bed tonight. And then I scooched over to the left side of the bed because that's where the best service is in my room. I'm glad she fucking gave that detail. And there was this massive black matter. I don't know what it was. What? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, in a professional interview. Well, let's 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 not throw that word around. I mean, too. if you're getting paid, you should be considered. You should consider yourself a grown-up professional. This guy clearly doesn't, mm-hmm. but I'm saying you should. <laughs> so he, she says, it was like a cloud of something black right next to me. I started crying. I was on the phone, like, what do I do? What do I do? And they said, tell it to f off. I thought, I'm not going to do that. It's going to upset it. So I'm just going to chill and not feed into it because all it wants is fear. It feeds on fear. I watched it move to the front of my bed and then I fell asleep on the phone. I woke up and it was gone. The next night, my friend Tyler was staying with me. She said she was trying to sleep and her body felt paralyzed almost, almost. And she described the same exact thing I saw. Alrighty then. That's the best part of the yeah. interview. He literally just goes, yes. alrighty then. The Way is a pretty romantic song. The Way is a pretty romantic song. I mean, what? Well, then he goes back to hitting on her. Right, yeah, because they talk about, like, the dude's breath that she performed within the video. Ugh. And, um, it, it, I mean, the rest of it's pretty stupid. Okay, well, there's a, okay, so first of all, she's lying about all that stuff. She either had a dream yeah. and she's freaked out and she thought it was real, as many people do, like, no, it was real. No, you were dreaming. No, it was real. Right. No, you were dreaming. I was paralyzed. Yeah, it's called sleep paralysis. Like, it happens. Everyone experiences it. It's really freaky. It's not a ghost holding you down. Stop it. A black matter that feeds on fear, and you were so scared that you fell asleep anyway. Enough. It was a black black matter. It really uh, betrays her secret paranormal investigation, I guess, life before she became a singer. Because how the fuck would she know if it fed on fear? She's a, right? she's a, I'm sorry, I don't mean to just, like, trash oh, I'm this sorry. girl, I, I, but she's a dummy. Yeah, I'm placating her idiots. I, yeah, she's dumb. Like, obviously none of this happened. She's just a dumb dumb. Well, now, how do we know that a black matter didn't come into her room and hold her down and uh, not go away because it was feeding on her fear? How well, do we know that? Why did she just that? fall fucking asleep when this thing was in her room? You wouldn't go to sleep? First off, I know Jonathan and Brad would not stay in there. They would already be outside of the house ready to burn it right. down. Mm-hmm. I would be with them. Uh, listening to guys whatever you're dealing with I'm pretty sure fire is always the answer is it a witch burn that bitch 
I mean, come on. I mean, there's a lot more here because she says, okay, so she's talking about the guy that she made the music video with, Mark Mark Miller, Mac Miller. And she basically just says, uh, we're friends. We're not actually romantic. In the music video, we were romantic together, but you know, we're friends. There's nothing going on. Immediately he says, so there's a nerdy part of you. She says, she says, he is one of my favorite people in the world, like as a friend. So we just look at the, she's talking about like rumors about them having uh, dating life. She says, we just look at those and laugh. So there's a nerdy part of you. What? Yeah. Question does not fucking line up with anything that's being discussed. So that's really stupid. Later on, she says, uh, no, he says, you seem to blur the lines between being a girly girl and someone who likes to be scared. And she says, here's the thing. I love Audrey Hepburn and Chanel. I'm, fuck, Jesus Christ. I'm super girly when it comes to fashion, but on the inside, I'm only fascinated with dark, macabre, and weird things. Like the thriller video. (laughs) <laughs> like Tim Burton. <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? I don't know. My mom has always loved Halloween. One year when I was a little kid, she smeared blood all over the walls in our new house and said OJ did it. She smeared blood. This just hit me. She doesn't even make the distinction that it was fake blood. So your mom smeared Oh no, it was real. Blood. It was real. Yeah. You fucking dumb. My dumb. mother... Yeah, where did mother get the blood? There may be a reason why she's um, living in mother, this. My mother um, actually killed Nicole Brown Simpson, pr- <laughs> um, poured her blood on her walls, and then said OJ did it. Jesus Christ. Later on, he tries to back her into making some shitty comments about Miley Cyrus, and she's like, no, I, you know, Miley's doing whatever she wants to do. I, I don't even know her, so it seems like she's having fun, so just let her have fun. And he says, well, but it is a drastic transformation. And she goes, sure, as long as she's happy, though. It's like, stop trying to get celebrities to trash each other. This is so fucking yeah, schlocky. That's, yeah, it's, it, it's gross. Also, she's already done this in the article. Like, why could this asshole not, like, make something out of his interview. Well, first of all, the interview is about Ariana Grande, so I don't really think there's going to be a lot of substance to begin with. I Yeah, but, like, I feel like you I can turn know, this dude. down some, into something. There's some gems in here. I mean, yeah. this girl is legitimately... I mean, I'm entertained. Just pretend I, all the I just weird wish stuff this guy had an article. Gross. Yeah, make it a real article. Yeah, I, I see. I think I see what you're saying, Brett. It's, 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 it's in this very obvious Q&A format, and it's not like, yeah, a, it's, like a Vanity Fair he's piece. Put, he's published all of the draft. He, it's not like he, he hasn't like picked and cued things to like you know to create a story. He's just taken all of the information he got out of this creepy interview and just given it out there, which has made him look a thousand times worse. Which how can you not realize your job is to write shit? Yeah. Like why can't you create a narrative? You created a very shitty cliche narrative right at the top of your piece about her like you know her her rumpled sweater and the atmosphere of the lunch spot that's so hot right now, and then you immediately abandon it for this very stupid format uh can i read one last thing before we could probably wrap this up and there's one more well there's another thing i want to add to if i can do okay, that before three more three because... more things before <laughs> all right just three more things um w- one more so... thing one I'll, I'll throw in one is no alex what is your thing um i'm saying this for brad's sake because it might get him interested in listening to her at least probably not because um this gross interviewer asked her hey what's your favorite scary movie which is lame that he would even ask it that way and then she said, at the moment, it's Mama. Nice. Good movie. Awesome. It's, okay. it's really dope. I like The Ring, too. The Paranormal Activity series is good. And I like Cabin in the Woods because it has a sense of humor. But she also likes the Thriller video and Tim Burton. 
She's also crazy and kooky and weird. Brad, we may have found someone you might sure. want to get at. Oh, yeah, we can definitely fall in love. Absolutely. No question there. There's talk about love in this. She's She knows what love this is, is just so you know. Because, Brad, you're very, you know, you're very, uh, you're a realist. You're naturally a skeptic. She is investigating demons and ghosts and dinosaurs. And you two can get together on that. And you can be the guy that's always like, I don't know about this, but I don't know. She needs me. We can be a regular Mitch and Ryan. Yeah, you're going to be a Mitch nice. and Ryan team. She's going to need you for protection. Absolutely. I can't let her go into that abandoned upside-down ship by herself. I better pick up this pipe. <laughs> uh, and my, my other thing was, okay, so I printed out the interview from Complex's website. What the fuck is Complex? Jesus Christ. And there's a comment. Uh, I didn't realize I had printed out the comments, but this is like a creepy guy in the vein of Sweet Pea. Uh, <laughs> his username, he doesn't have an avatar, but his username is Tyrell Dunn. And he writes... Ariana, you sound like a wonderful person in and out. If I ever met a woman as happy and as beautiful as you are, I will be sure, spelled S-H-O-R, to give her all the love my heart can give. P.S. I'm 22. Good boy. Good boy. All right. Well, thank you, Tyrell. Thank you for taking the time to create a profile on Complex.com just so you could share your thoughts with Ariana, who's reading all of these. Oh yeah, she loves. Make no mistake, the former star of Victorious and the and the current star of Sam and Cat. She's definitely reading your comments. She does have a pretty voice, but the songs I heard, the, both of them featured some pretty garbage bottom of the barrel rap. Did not like that. Didn't care for it. Didn't care for it. <laughs> All right, let's. St- and that pause was what? That pause <laughs> was reverse racism. <laughs> You hate me because I didn't like that one instance of rap music. <laughs> all right, I'm stopping and saving because we're past the two-hour mark. Brad, cut his mic. Cut his yeah. mic. Brad, cut his mic. I'm cutting all mics. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Um, do you have any secrets? Please share them with us. Please do. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, please do that. Please. You can do that at 206-339-5894. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Indeed. You can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us up on Twitter at Ramjack Podcast. We're there. Oh, but they're going to want to join the Facebook group, right? Yes, because that's where all the fun is. Seriously, guys, all the fun is there. you got to get up on that. I am on Twitter. My handle is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. When we are faced with the darkness in life, dark, troubling times, I think we all know that there's one little computer animated girl that we can all turn to for comfort. And I think we all know her name. Yes, it's Sweet.
Mama said, don't ever walk away 